This podcast features strong language, adult themes, and violence, and is not recommended for younger listeners. Enjoy! Welcome, my darling, to episode four of the Blood Crow Stories. I'm so glad you've joined us. Our student Max is really not paying attention to his own health, but he seems to have unearthed something very important. Hey, I'm, uh... I'm really sorry about last episode. I I guess all that lack of sleep finally caught up with me. Uh, I slept like a baby, though. All good dreams. My loves made me a good dinner and put me to bed. God, I love them both so much. Seriously, Chris and Amelia keep me propped up like you can't even imagine. They're doing really well on their finals and everything, so they've been supportive of the podcast. (laughs) Though Amelia thinks I'm doing way too much. She's agreed to help me edit as long as I promise to sleep. You're fairly certain that they're going to babysit me until I finish this, but uh, anyway. So, yeah, uh, back to the the reason you're listening. Last episode, I remember leaving off on Fiona uh, apparently going to sleep in the farming level. I haven't even had the opportunity to listen to any new tapes, so uh, I'm just going to play them in the order of the dates on the files. That should make for good radio, right? Live reactions and all that? All right. I'm telling you, this isn't going to work. Oh, sure it is. I've got one of the mistress girls coming up. She's going to clean you up real good. Those rich fucks knows who one of theirs, and it's not the man with the accent. I don't even know why I'm going through with this plan. Because deep down, you want to know how they live up there. You want to know what it's like to feel rich. We all do. Oh, bullshit. I don't care what it's like up there. I care if they treat us like people. Why'd you even bother getting on this boat? Wasn't easy enough to sneak on. Must have been quietly living here since we built it. Because it wasn't fair. I don't want to go to war and die for a country that doesn't even treat me like a man. Oh, so dying like a fool in the ocean is better than dying like a hero overseas. You watch your tongue. I never said nothing about dying out here. You did just yesterday. Yesterday you are storming around saying we're all going to die on this boat and there's nothing we can do about it. You scared the children half to death. I, I never said that and I sure wouldn't be scared of no children. Ask anybody. They heard it. You've been weird lately. Not much weirder than usual, but weird enough. You just stood up, started blurting out all this nonsense like you had the devil in you. <laughs> You're the one sounded like you got the devil in you. You probably had too much to drink. The alcohol here is absolute shite. It's probably poisoning me and Al. You know, I'm going to start laying off it. You? Not drinking? Mother Mary, you drop dead if you do. Ah, shut up. So, that was Aiden, right? That sounded like a totally different person, not... In voice, of course, I, I'd know that voice anywhere, but I mean, that attitude sounded completely opposite of how he's been so far. He was just stealing his folder recently. I'm gonna have to check up on these and make sure I've got them in the right order or something. Yeah, uh, let me play another tape while I do that. Well, I fucked up. I mean, I'm pretty sure I did. He saw me in the hallway and his eyes looked like fire. I ain't never seen him look at me like that before. I don't understand. Is it really over? It can't be. He told me he loves me. Yeah, sure, every dame gets her head stuck in the clouds when some guy says that. She loses what good sense she has, and she loves him back. And they wind up being a liar and breaking your heart. (laughs) He was going to leave it, you know? 
said it was over between them and what they needed was a divorce. I ain't buying this. It's not over. I don't know what his problem is this time. Yeah, maybe he's mad at me, but I don't care. We'll make up like we always do. I'm gonna ask the girls for help. That's... Ugh. I feel so much for her. Usually when your friend gets their heart broken, you don't have a front row seat to the downfall, but here we are, watching Nora, probably losing the man she loves in real time. I know Nora's not my friend, she's a recording, but this level of humanity, it's, it's something I haven't encountered in class. The kind of cases and people that you study in class, it's, it's just words on paper, generic answers, there's nothing ever this raw. Damn it, I want things to go well for her. Keep it down, I'm studying! Oh, shit. Sorry! Okay, let's, let's move on. I told you I don't feel like going. I'm not going to deal with this, Donnybrook. Roger and Muriel want to see you. I've told them you weren't feeling well four nights in a row now. At some point, you have to stop being so silly. It's not good for you to be down here all the time. It's not good to be in my own home? The home that you chose for us, but... God knows how long. Mary, I did this to save us. Oh, please. You, you did, did this, this for yourself. yourself. What did you say? Uh, I'm just getting worked up is all. Can't a lady have some time in peace? Look, I wasn't sure about going through with this, but there's a ship psychiatrist. I think you should see him. Oh, so now I'm not just silly. I'm crazy. It's not like that. I spoke with him the other day myself. He said being in a closed area can make a person behave very unlike themselves. He said he wants to see everyone at some point for a checkup, and I think you'd do well to take him up on that. Please, Mary? All right. But only because you said please. That's my girl. So I find that both confusing and potentially funny. I don't know what's going on with Mary. But she wanted to go visit Dr. Wiseman, so did she put on this whole stunt to make Tommy suggest it? Maybe so. If that's the case, she's way more clever than I thought. I I've got the tape of her appointment right here. So, uh, Mrs. Washburn. Uh, Mary, please. Uh, you make me sound so old that way. <laughs> Very well, Mary. Much like your husband in that respect. I beg your pardon? He prefers I call him by his first name as well. Mm, of course he would. Let's start with that sentiment. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, please read this. Uh, um, I, Mary Washburn, being of sound mind, agree to have my voice recorded while under Dr. Harold Weissman's care. Thank you. It is simply a formality. So, now... What do you mean by, uh, uh, of course he would? Well, Tommy's never liked the thought of getting old. I mean, I'm a woman. I wouldn't want anyone calling me old, but... Well, he should see it as a sign of respect and distinction. But he holds on to his youth so hard, he's like a child. I see. And this is a cause for resentment? Among other things. Uh, what would those other things uh, be? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not yet. I haven't figured out if I can trust you yet. The things I'm feeling in my head... W well, they lock up women like me. I would highly doubt no, that... No, you uh... don't 
No. It is so difficult every day, and Tommy is just... is just around all the time. Uh, shall we begin with me prescribing separate state rooms to see if that will alleviate initial issues? Yes. Uh, yes, I would like that very much. Okay. I still feel like I'm completely lost. I still have no idea what's going on with Mary. Does she not love him anymore? They don't lock up women for that. Does she want to kill him? That seems a bit extreme. But who knows? Ugh, I'll have to sort through and find anything else of her right off the bat. Uh, until then, I found something that should hopefully lighten the mood. Don't try anything funny. Hey, I'm not, I promise. You just look really uncomfortable, so I thought I'd wake you. I got a cot over there. You're more than welcome to it. No, thank you. I'm fine right here. Hey, wait a second. Turn your face. Hey, what? There's nothing to look at. Hey, don't touch me. Why do you have a black eye? You look like you've been a few rounds in the ring. Who did this to you? What does it matter to you? Because if it's a man, I'm going to punch him back. Why on earth would you do a stupid thing like that? You don't hit ladies. My Nana always said, if you find a lady that's been hit by a man, you kick that man's ass. Well, uh, she didn't say it exactly like that. Way nicer and, and in Italian. So come on, who been roughing you up? It's really not that big of a deal. Accidents happen. It don't look like no accident to me. Well, I didn't ask your opinion. All right, fine. You can stay there, but I'm getting you a blanket and pillow. Why is he so nice? Here, and I grabbed someone who's worried about you, too. Oh, Reginald, you look bigger every day. You can hold on to him for now. His pen is number 19. You must put him up before you fall asleep. Okay. Thank you, Leo. Don't worry about it. You just sleep well, okay? The cot is down that hallway, first door on the right. I'll consider it. Uh, that's all I'm asking. What? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry, they were being so sweet. I guess I nodded off. <clears throat> I've been sleeping at weird hours. But hey... I remember when Chris was doing his thesis, it was power naps for 15 minutes at a time for almost a month straight. I mean, yeah, he got really sick, but I'm not nearly that bad. <laughs> ah, hey, it's my favorite two people. Hey, guys, please don't tell me you have more audio that you found. No, nothing like that. This is, uh, well, Scott, how do we want to phrase it? I hope your podcast isn't a comedy, because this shit's not going to fly. What do you mean? Look, you know it's a ship that sank. You had to know it was all going to be sunny, right? G guys, stop with the cryptic chatter. That's annoying to me, no telling how frustrating it is to a listener. Dude, we're going to put it to you like this. We like you and all, and we'll continue to organize recordings and send them to you. But there's not enough bourbon in the world for us to keep listening to these, man. Yeah, it goes beyond our friendship. Um, okay, I, uh... Like Scott said, we'll still get you your audio, but you 
might just want to focus on the thesis and give this podcast up. You only have a few listeners. It wouldn't be a big loss. There you guys go with that cryptic shit again. Sending you a badge now. You'll understand. Just trust me. Okay. Great. They're quitting. Now I'm going to have to do every bit of this myself. I should have known, though. It's too much work to ask random classmates to do. But, but they're acting weird as hell. I'm going to play some of Dr. Wiseman's personal tapes while I download the new file and try to figure this out. I have decided to attend a dinner show. Some of my patients have spoken so fondly of them that I thought I'd try one. It's been quite lovely so far. The band is very rousing. The dancers are decked out in the most elaborate regalia, and the singing has given me chills more than a few times. It seems in my focus on my research I had forgotten how fun the activities here could be. I feel that perhaps I should Take a more relaxed approach to my sessions with the passengers. I need to allow them to live freely so I can get a proper analysis. I feel my guidance might interfere with natural mental progressions in this environment. I have noticed a few of my participants here at this show, and they each seem to notice me. Then strongly avert their eyes. It is interesting to me for them to notice me despite what I feel is a rather private table. This dinner is most wonderful. I will be sure to stop by the kitchens and farm levels to give my gratitude. Uh, there are many. I, hey, you that uh, ship doctor? Tyler, what are you doing? I am a psychologist, madam. Does that mean you do feet? My berry's got a bunion the size of a whale and I'm tired of looking at it. So stop looking at it. Let the man eat. Shut up. I'd drown in a puddle if it wasn't for me. So what do you say, doc? I apologize. I am a doctor of the mind. That's weird. What kind of doctor can't fix bunions? A smart one. Let's go, Dolly. You embarrassed me enough for one evening. What? All I did was tell that waiter what your room number was. You've been making eyes at him all night. Why is that right? I should see to it that passengers are properly informed of who the physician here is. Perhaps that will prevent further uh, confusion. Well, the dinner show is over. I have dined on the most delicious chicken I've ever tasted, and overall I'm feeling quite content. I should do this more often to prevent my own stir-crazy tendencies. <laughs> I believe I will go visit the lower levels and come back up for some evening enjoyment of the moonlight. I believe tomorrow we are set to go below water for a small interval of time to test the engines or something. Honestly, engines confuse me more than the human brain. Anyway, I shall enjoy the sky tonight. Okay, so, I've got the tape that freaked them out, and I think... 
Uh, hold on. Hey, baby. Hey, Max. You're still working on that podcast, aren't you? <laughs> you know I am. Okay, well, I saw Ellie in the calf, and she told me to tell you to stop, so... What's going on? I was actually about to find out. I'm coming to your dorm now. I'm worried about you, okay? I really appreciate it, but you, you don't... It's too late. I'm in my car. Chris is on his way, too. Look, we love you, and you've just been acting really strange lately. And I'd rather be with you and know you're okay. <laughs> All right. I'll see you soon. Uh, what did I do to get so lucky to have you both again? You say lucky. I say you're cursed. <laughs> Love you. Love you too. Yeah, they're worried, but they just don't get it. Neither of them are psych majors. They don't understand how remarkable all of this is and what it means to research. That reminds me. So I, I remember when I started, I told you there was a moment these tapes got too real, and I wanted everybody to hear what I was hearing. Well, I'll let you hear that tape first, and it's Tommy's. Well, I'm in the stateroom alone now. Doctor said that he needed to analyze Mary and I individually, and that means being isolated from each other, I guess. It's strange. I mean, yeah, I wasn't around much at home, but I always felt guilty for that. No wife should be left alone all day. What kind of husband does that? I just always wanted to give her the best things. I guess I was... So busy doing that, I neglected her. I mean, I know I neglected her, but I mean, I really neglected her. I thought being out here with everything we could ever need, no need for me to work all the time, that everything would be okay. It will never be okay. Feels like it will never be okay. We have more time together, but I feel like she's farther away than ever. She hates you. Feels like she hates me. That sounds crazy, though. But I guess that's why I'm taking a... But I guess that's why I'm talking to a tape for a mental doctor. You're crazy. We're all a little crazy, perhaps? I just want to have my Mary back. I want to see her happy again. It's been a short time, but it feels like a lifetime. Maybe tomorrow, when we go below water, I'll take her out on the deck. We can dance under the sea with all the fish around. That's beautiful and romantic. Right? Okay, first off, this was too real. This really just hit me in the chest in ways I'm not really sure how to discuss, but how can I hide my feelings to a patient when they tell me something like that? Something that feels just way too familiar. But also, did you, did you hear that, that thing? There's, there's something in the tapes talking as well. I don't know what it is. He's supposed to be alone, and maybe the tapes are old, or maybe I'm going crazy, but I know I hear something. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm a little, um, I'm a little on edge, it seems. All right, uh, before the well-meaning dynamic duo get here, let's see what's so bad that it makes Scott and Ellie quit. I mean, last time I was over at their place, there was death metal posters all over the wall, and they're pretty hardcore. I talked to him. I finally got to talk to him. Of course, I was wearing a wig and a totally new outfit that Betty gave me, but I don't care. So I bumped into him in the hallways, right? When we went below water, it was all rough, so it was a perfect excuse. We toppled to the ground, 
Those eyes, they got me again. I introduced myself as Charlotte, and he just immediately called me Lottie with that little grin and wink that just breaks me down like always. I can't be mad at him anymore. That moment was so perfect. He told me to meet him up here in the captain's lounge for drinks. I know I'm a bit early, but I just had to record what happened. Ah, oh, shit. Here come the those two. I'm gonna let you steal. Oh, why not? Because you soaked in whiskey berries. We're underwater. No, we're not gonna hit anything. You can hit a whale, you big lug. Hey, you don't know that whale. You can be straight out of Oosgal. Oh, you're a regular Weisenheimer, aren't you? What is the point in a romantic and exclusive club if those two can still go anywhere they want? Got it! Oh shit. Wait, you have to... Ah! Is that the captain? It looks like it was. What the fuck? Hey, wh what are you two fucking doing? You watch your mouth! It's the captain! Oh god, oh... <clears throat> he... What even happened to what him? What do you think I know? It's like he just opened up. I can't even look at this. I'm gonna go get the police. Hey, hey, no you're not. What the hell are you talking about? You think you won't be the first people they suspect you go run into them? Yeah, I ain't having you ruin all this for me. Get up, Barry! You keep screaming and I'll do you in real quick. Just because we're on this boat acting fancy don't mean I ain't who I am. Now you be real quiet and you're coming with us, okay? Nod for yes. Good. Come on, let's take it to our room. Dollar, what are we gonna do about the cabin? Let somebody else find that meat pile in there. It ain't our concern. Someone's gonna smell it. Let them. Then they'll find them the easy way, and we're off the hook. Then maybe I won't have to do in this little dame. Now let's go. Give it to me, and you grab all the shit off the table, too. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. What do you think happened to him? Anything that can make a man's body, well, what's left of it, Look like a bowl of 3D old lasagna in something I want to know about. Now get the stuff! Holy shit. The Blood Crow Stories is produced by Ellie Collins and Scott Moore. Season 1, The SS Utopia, is written by Ellie Collins. Sound production by Scott Moore. Dr. Wiseman is played by David Benedict. Max is played by Evan Ivey. Tommy Washburn is Judson Ragsdale. Mary Washburn is Laura Hauser. Aidan Manis is Joe Ravenson. Fiona Bedivere is Amanda Van Heil. Nora is Emily Thomas. Penny Rutherford is Angel Ash. Leo Moretti is Charlie Close. Additional voices provided by Zachary Vaudo, Audrey Statler, Lindsay Van Pelt, Leif Ballard, Arun Matthew, Daniel Van Heil, Eric Ravenscraft, and Gray Lynn. Subscribe on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice and follow us on Twitter at TBCS Podcast, Instagram at The Blood Crow Stories, and Facebook at facebook.com backslash The Blood Crow Stories. Find us on Patreon at patreon.com backslash the Blood Crow Stories to become a patron and receive behind-the-scenes access, bonus episodes, and monthly chats with cast and crew.